Hi, this is Jerry Edmond, and this is Success in Life. I've got a question I want to ask you. Are you a failure if you quit your project midstream? I'm talking about new business, maybe a dream that you've been following. You got halfway through the thing and you realized this is not working. I mean, it's just like every, I've thrown everything I can into it and it just seems like it's not going anyplace. I know what that's like. I've been there before and I'm telling you something. It's heartbreaking to watch your dream literally die in your arms. Most people who have ever been successful have experienced that on one level or another. And there are just times when a plan is aborted through outside means. And, and in other words, something that didn't have anything to do with you. And I think when a plan begins to go down on us like that, I think there's a couple of soul-searching questions that we need to ask ourselves. Number one, did we do the proper research before we launched? Uh, did we do the proper follow-up once it started? In other words, did we do the right things to actually make the company or the project or the dream be successful? And I would like to just take for granted that you did all of that, but let's just assume that you took an unexpected hit and things are deteriorating. The dreams that you've had, the plans, the business, the ideas, it's like everything now has just begun to fall apart. I want to make a, I want to make a practical statement for you here that I want you to listen to. You have to know when to walk away from it and let it go. I don't look at this as quitting. It's just that success of the entire plan, the big picture, doesn't usually just rest on one individual or one individual idea. In other words, other factors which are completely out of your control can make things go down. Here is what I think is the bigger picture. You've got to see that the project in its present condition continues to merit your time. You got to see that the that this project in its present condition continues to merit your money. I mean, it's easy to get tied up in something and spend the rest of your life chasing dimes with dollars. You know, you're depleting your precious resources with absolutely no return to yourself. And, and, and you really do have to evaluate that. Uh, this is usually because of a lack of judgment or because of pride that people just continue on and on and on when everything is definitely going under. And I just want to say, don't let pride make your business decisions. You got to discern the time to breathe life, time, and money into that project, <laughs> and you've also got to know the time to read the handwriting on the wall and put the thing out of its misery. There are many battles in each war, and there'll be another day for you. There'll be another opportunity. This one does not. This one should not define you. So learn what you can from this experience, and don't be afraid to take the next experience. Don't be afraid of failure. Fail courageously. Don't be afraid to start again. Uh, Robert Kennedy made this statement, only those who dare to fail greatly can achieve greatly. I want to give you just a few examples from a few people uh, who were very successful that were not afraid to fail. And so just bear with me for a few moments. The first one I want to start with is Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, listen to this. These stats concerning Lincoln was amazing. In 1831, Abraham Lincoln failed in business. In 32, he was defeated for state legislator. In 33, he tried a new business and he failed. In 35, his fiance died. In 36, Abraham Lincoln had a nervous breakdown. In 43, he ran for Congress, he was defeated. In 48, he ran again, he was defeated again. In 55, he ran for Senate, he lost. 
In 56, he ran for vice president. He lost. In 59, he ran for the Senate. He was defeated. I mean, this is terrible. Then, in 1860, Abraham Lincoln was elected president of the United States. What these stories about Lincoln tells us is what matters most is not how many times you fail, but that you never stop trying. Samuel Beckett said it like this, ever tried, ever failed, no matter, try again, fail again, only this time, fail better. I was always an admirer of Winston Churchill, and I was reading this little story concerning his life. Uh, he failed in elementary school, uh, and when he entered Harrow, he was at the lowest division in the lowest class. And later, he twice failed the entrance exam at the Royal Military Academy at Sandhurst. He was defeated in his first effort to serve in Parliament. He became Prime Minister at the age of 62, and he later wrote this. And this is something he wrote that I love. He said, never give in, never give in, never, 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 in nothing, great or small, large or petty, Never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. Never, 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 never give up. <laughs> Isn't that great? Winston Churchill. Thomas Edison was another one. His teacher said he was too stupid to learn anything. I mean, these things crack me up. He was fired from his first two jobs for being non-productive. As an inventor, Edison made a thousand unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. When a reporter asked, how did you feel when you failed the thousandth time? Edison replied, I didn't fail a thousand times. He said the light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. I'm thinking, what a great attitude. You know, what a, what a great disposition that he had uh, in, in facing his dreams and facing the things that he wanted to do. Uh, Summer Redstone said this, great success is built on failure, frustration, and even catastrophe. Albert Einstein didn't even speak until he was four years old, and he didn't read until he was seven. His parents thought he was subnormal. Well, at least that was the way it was written. They thought he was slow. And even one of his teachers described him as mentally slow, unsociable, and adrift forever in foolish dreams. He was expelled from school, and he was refused admittance into one of the highest schools. He did eventually learn to speak and even read and even do a little bit of math. Isn't that amazing? Albert Einstein. Henry Ford was another. He failed and went broke five times before he succeeded. R.H. Macy, you remember him? He failed seven times before his store in New York City caught on. Fred Smith, he was the founder of uh, Federal Express. He received a C on his college paper detailing the ideas for, uh, for reliable overnight delivery service. That was the thing that was really in his heart. And his professor at Yale told him, said, well, Fred, the concept is interesting and well-formed, but in order to learn better than a C, your ideas also have to be feasible. I mean, even his ideas, people around him was just thinking, this can't work. But he didn't lose his dream. He continued to try, even in the midst of adversity, and, and uh, his peers and those that were professors around him tell him it wouldn't work. F.W. Woolworth was not allowed to wait on customers when he worked for a dry goods store because his boss said, you don't have enough sense. <laughs> when Bell Telephone was struggling to get started, 
its owners offered their rights to, the, to uh, I believe it was Western Union, for like $100,000. The offer was disdainfully rejected with the pronouncement, what use could this company make of an electric toy? I mean, think about that. Here's another one for you. Michael Jordan. He was cut from his high school basketball team. Jordan once observed, I failed over and over again in my life, and that's why I succeeded. And here's what he said. He said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game to the winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life. That's why I succeeded. You remember Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth is famous for his past home run record, but for decades he held the record for the most strikeouts. He hit 714 home runs and struck out 1,330 times in his career, about which he said, every strikeout brings me closer to my next home run. You know, I'm just going to tell you something. Winners make the most errors because they don't stop. They continue on and on and on. Hank Aaron went zero for five his first time at bat in the Milwaukee Braves. Now, a lot of you know the great golfer Bobby Jones. He said, I've never learned a thing from a tournament that I've won. Man, what a great attitude. You got another one, Walt Disney here. Walt Disney was fired by the newspaper editor because they said he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. <laughs> He went bankrupt several times before he built Disneyland. In fact, the proposed park was rejected by the city of Anaheim on the grounds that it would only attract riffraff. Amazing. You remember Charles Schultz, the great cartoonist? Charles Schultz had every cartoon he submitted rejected by his high school yearbook staff. And also, Walt Disney wouldn't hire him. I believe Lucille Ball was the queen of television, but you know when she started studying to be an actress in 1927 that she was told by the head instructor of the John Murray Anderson School uh, Drama School, she said they told her, try another profession. I mean, we can just go on and on. I even have a few more here that I just want to share with you. But, you know, the, the bottom line is, is so many people who are successful they were knocked down before they ever got started. They had failure after failure. After Harrison Ford's first performance as a, as a hotel bellhop in the film Dead Heat on a merry-go-round, the studio vice president called him into his office and said, sit down, kid. And the studio head said, I want to tell you a story. The first time Tony Curtis was ever in a movie, he delivered a bag of groceries, and we took one look at him and knew he was a movie star. And Ford replied, well, I thought you were supposed to think he was a grocery delivery boy. But the vice president dismissed Ford and said, you ain't got it, kid. You ain't got it. Now get out of here. Now that's what they told Harrison Ford. Michael Caine, you remember him, the great actor? His headmaster told him, you'll be a laborer all your life. And Caine labored his way to two Academy Awards. Charlie Chaplin, yeah, he's another one. He was initially rejected by Hollywood studios because his pantomime was just considered nonsense. In high school, Robin Williams was voted the least to be successful. In 1954, Jimmy Denny, which was the manager of the Grand Ole Opry, fired Elvis Presley after one performance. He told Presley, you ain't going nowhere, son. You ought to get back there to drive in a truck. And one of my favorite ones, 
was the story of Beethoven. Beethoven handled his violin awkwardly, and he preferred playing his own compositions above improving his technique. His teacher called him hopeless as a composer. But you know, one of the things concerning Beethoven was this. He wrote five of his greatest symphonies while completely deaf. Now, every one of these, I don't want to just bore you with, with too many stories, but the fact is, is every one of these people were told, you can't make it. Every one of them reached a point to where they had to literally disconnect and start again. So am I trying to give you an excuse to fail? No, I'm not trying to do that at all. I just believe that if you will continue, keep going, that one of these days, everything's going to come together for you. So things may look terrible, but don't quit. You're just one degree away from success. Listen to me. Don't quit. So let me go back to my original point. Are you a failure if you have to toss out your project midstream? I just want to say this to you. That's just a stepping stone in your dream. There's many battles in each war, and there's going to be another day, and there's going to be another opportunity. So learn what you can from each experience and don't be afraid of the next one. Don't be afraid of failure. Fail courageously. And then don't be afraid to start again. Start courageously. And with that kind of mindset, that's going to take you to success in life. Go for it. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast about success in life. If you would like more information about this subject or other materials or resources offered by Jerry Edmond, please go to www.jerryedmond.com.